0: What's going on? Hey, thanks so much for joining me here on The Shalene Show. Okay, so this is a topic that it comes up often fear of judgment. Sometimes people recognize that that's what it is that's holding them back. And other times I'll get questions from people who will say, I don't know what my thing is, or I'm afraid to put myself out there. You know, I wanna do fill in the blank, but I'm afraid to, or how do you get the confidence to do what you do? And all of these questions and comments, they all stem from the same fear. It's fear of judgment. Fear of judgment also is our fear that we will be rejected. This is a really important fear to overcome, especially for entrepreneurs. So this is a topic that I recently tackled on Build Your Tribe and I don't often take a topic that's on Build Your Tribe and also put it on The Shalene Show and vice versa. It's like, it's very separate content. I encourage you, by the way, if you haven't, you should subscribe to Build Your Tribe, even if you're not a business owner. You should subscribe to Build Your Tribe if you have social media and if you've ever thought about an additional stream of income, having more money. I don't necessarily think that everyone has to start a business But I think everyone has the ability to make extra income online. There's just just so many cool ways to make money online. So if you subscribe to Build Your Tribe, yeah, there's going to be some episodes that you're like, well, I don't need to hire people. I don't need to listen to that episode. But there's going to be a whole bunch of episodes every single week that are going to inspire you to just give something a try. But before you're able to do that, you first have to overcome your fears, You've got to turbocharge that confidence. Like you need to believe in yourself, and you need to stop worrying about what other people think. Like I want to get you to the place where you don't give a flying Frankenstein what other people think, because you've got greatness inside of you. You know, that's what it takes. It it really does require getting to a place where you're not consumed by what other people think. Because if you allow other people's opinions to hold you back. You just have so much unfulfilled potential, and I don't want that for you. So that is why today I want you to hear this episode that originally appeared on Build Your Tribe, but you need this. Now take a look at the very top of our show notes. You're going to see a link to Build Your Tribe, and I want you to subscribe. Like I said, you know what? Not every episode is going to be of interest to you, but there's going to be enough of them. There's going to be one episode that could make a huge difference for you, that could End up being that additional stream of income that could end up being your extra, you know, thousand dollars a week, or it could end up being something really big and really cool, and you just never thought about it. We really make concepts very doable, bite sized pieces. We have people on the show all the time who started with nothing and didn't think that they would ever have like a business per se, and they've developed these other streams of income. And you know, again, we also do lots of social media tips, et cetera. So please take a moment, subscribe to Build Your Tribe while this episode is playing. All right, let's get to it. It's almost a rhetorical question. Why are you afraid to pull the trigger, to do that thing, to put yourself out there, to go for it? to start that new stream of income, to launch? Like, why is it you just haven't done it? It feels rhetorical. I know that. In today's episode, I hope that we can not only answer that question once and for all, but we can also get you to do it, to pull the trigger, to take action. All right, so let's break it down. Let's start with the obvious, the things that, you know, if you just spend some time thinking about it, this is why you haven't pulled the trigger. It's fear of judgment. It's fear of failure. For some people, it's it's fear of success, which is also fear of failure. They're kind of the same thing. We don't want to let people down. We don't want to feel inferior. We don't want to look weak. We don't want to look foolish. We don't want to look dumb. We don't want to mess up. We don't want to be judged. It's about judgment. That is why you haven't done the thing. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's writing a book, starting your business, going live on Instagram, Launching your product, telling people about your accomplishments or your product, your service, your business idea, maybe it's as simple as just making your account public on social media. What it is really doesn't matter because universally, you're listening to this episode because there's something you want to do. There's something you feel drawn to do, compelled to do, called to do, something you feel obligated to do, something you know you need to do and you haven't done it. And we make lots of excuses why we haven't done it. Like we say to ourselves, I've been too busy. Or once the kids go off to college, then I'll do it. Once I get it perfect, well, then I'll launch it. Once I lose weight, then I'll go live on Instagram. You can call them reasons or excuses that half the time we don't really even believe it anyways, but we're using these things to kind of justify our inaction. Okay, so I'm going to state the obvious even though you might not want to hear this, but the reason why is because of fear of judgment. That is why. And it's normal. 90% of people, I would suspect almost 100% of people have at least some area where we fear judgment. Now, I know you know someone, you probably know a lot of people, who don't give a rat's ass what other people think. It At least it appears that way, but if it's someone who you really know intimately, like your spouse or maybe even your very best friend, I'll bet if you dug deeper, there's probably some area where they actually do fear judgment because everybody does. None of us want to look foolish. No one wants to look stupid. While some people say, I really don't care what other people think of me, that may be true, but here's the deal. All of us have some area where it's not so much other people's judgment, but it's judgment of ourselves. And we don't want to know that other people think the same thing that we think on a subconscious level that isn't very positive about ourselves. Okay, so let's break this down because it's a big deal. And the fact that you're allowing other people's perception, because that's all it is, other people's judgment, to prevent you from taking a risk, to prevent you from doing the thing that you were born to do, to doing the thing that you are entitled to do, it's your right. And the fact that someone who's probably not important, in fact, half the people that you're worried about are strangers, and the fact that you're allowing your perceived perception of their judgment to hold you back, to limit your life is just crazy, isn't it? Okay, but I'm not judging you because we all do it and I've done it too. But I, I really think when I help you understand where this comes from, it's going to change things for you. In fact, I know it's going to change things for you. It might not change things for you the very first time you listen to this episode. You might have to listen to it a few times, right? Because we're talking about mindset and changing our mindset, changing the way we think about things requires repetition. Keep that in mind because I want you to save this one and listen to it maybe a day or two from now. You're going to hear things you didn't hear the first time. Let's begin by really understanding what judgment is. Judgment is simply making a decision or coming to a conclusion about something. For whatever reason, we associate the word judgment with like a negative connotation, but not necessarily. Sometimes judgment just means you're making an assessment of things. You're figuring out if something's safe, you're figuring out if something is relatable. Having judgment doesn't necessarily mean that we think that something is wrong or bad or lesser, or not good enough. It just means that we have formed a conclusion. And when we think about other people's judgment, we fear that people are going to have an opinion of us. You don't care if someone thinks that the color of your car is ugly. You don't care how they feel about your car. The only reason why you care what other people's opinion is of the color of the car that you drive is because it's a reflection on you. So if they think your car is ugly, what does that say about you? The reason why we worry what other people think about our children, our home, the way that we show up, our product, our service, our decisions, our spouse, our friends, like the reason why we worry about all those things, even though they're outside of us, is because we believe if people reach a negative conclusion, if people have a negative opinion about any of those things and they're related to us or it's something we're associated with, then therefore it must say something about who we are. If I pick a really ugly color for my next car, then what does that say about me? If you think that my kids are losers, it's not that I'm upset that you're judging my kids. We're worried about people judging how we are as parents. Like The reason why we worry about other people's judgment is because we want we wanna know we're good enough. We want to know that others accept us. We want to be loved. It's our fear of abandonment. It's our fear of rejection that makes us fear other people's judgment. Okay, so this is what's crazy. When I explain to you where other people's judgment comes from, you're really gonna understand how ludicrous it is that you waste so much time and energy worrying about really unimportant people, people who have no bearing on who you are or what your life is gonna look like. Okay, so where does judgment come from? Or perhaps a better way to state that question is, what is it that shapes a person's judgment to begin with? Well, being happy or sad influences our thought, influences the way we judge situations or people, our past experiences or lack of experiences impact the way that we judge people and situations, our economic status, our social status, our age, our race, Family norms, family beliefs, our politics, and our own personal experiences, these things all affect our judgment. And you know this to be true because you can even have two kids, like your brother or your sister, adult siblings, right? You're the same race. You had the same socioeconomic upbringing. You had a lot of the same experiences growing up, but yet still you both judge things completely different. Am I right? Judgment is an assessment. It's a conclusion that we reach. It's not fact. It's not science. It's not the truth. It's just one person's perception. I don't know if you remember quite a few years ago, there was this image floating around the internet of a dress and you looked at the dress and people would ask, is the dress blue or is the dress gold? I mean, the dress is either gold or it's blue. It's one or the other, right? I mean, that's a fact. But the internet was almost divided down the middle. Like 50% of people were adamant, like would bet their children's lives on the fact that the dress was freaking gold. And the other half of the internet was like, the dress is blue. What is wrong with you? Like, what are you even talking about? Is this a joke? It was crazy how divided people were about this dress because the image as it was presented to them was perceived differently based on what it was you looked at first, apparently. like So there's a whole science behind why that phenomenon took hold and why some people saw gold and why some people saw blue. And it was just the way the image was presented that some people's eyes, like, immediately tracked the blue undertones and just saw more blue and other people, depending on what they were looking at last and the shape of their eye, etc. If they saw more gold first, like your brain just saw the dress as gold. Whether you saw it as blue or as gold, it didn't change the fact that the dress was, in fact, it was blue. Now, I know you've heard before that you should never worry about other people's judgment because if someone's judging you, it's really a reflection of how they feel about themselves. But you know what? I think that's kind of BS. I don't know that that's true. I mean, sure, in some cases it is. That's oversimplifying it. And it's really kind of villainizing the fact that anyone has judgment. Like it's implying that if you judge somebody or you judge or assess a situation that you have a problem with yourself. And that's not <laughs> that's not always the case. We have to judge or assess people in situations because that's how we keep ourselves safe. If I see a man running down the street shirtless with blood all over him and his eyes bulging out of his head and he's carrying a sharp knife and I assess him as being dangerous, that doesn't mean that there's something about myself that is lacking or that I'm judging him in that way to feel better about myself. I might be assessing the situation or judging him to keep myself safe. Right. So, first of all, we have to stop thinking or believing that all judgment is bad. It just is what it is. What it is is a very individualized, very personal assessment based on who you are, your life experiences, where you're coming from, where you're going, how you were raised, all of these things. And because every single one of us is so different, you can understand why it's absolutely impossible. To control, or to even try to worry about trying to control how other people assess you, how other people view you, how other people judge you. Because 99.9% of the time, it doesn't matter. And I'm making up these numbers, but 0.1% or 1%, whatever you want to say, a very small percentage of the time, it actually does matter. In those rare circumstances that it matters, meaning it matters to you, it matters because of the outcome, It matters because it's going to have an impact on you. Okay, well then it's okay to consider, to perhaps to consider other people's judgment if in fact it matters. But again, 99.9% of the time, it doesn't matter. So let's try to come up with a situation, a scenario where it would matter. Special thanks to Organifi for sponsoring this edition of The Shaleen Show. I know I've talked about my favorite Organifi products. What I love about Organifi is my diet isn't perfect, even though I you know, try to eat as healthy as possible. I try to eat unprocessed foods, but no matter how perfect you are, like you have to live your life and I don't really want to track every single nutrient. So of those things that are really important, I make sure I supplement. And frankly, I feel like I take a lot of pills and capsules <laughs> for my supplements. So it's nice to have something that I can just mix with water and it tastes delicious and I can improve my immune system or I can improve my brain health, or I can support a deeper level of rest and sleep. And so that's why I love the Organifi products. I'll tell you the three that are my top favorites. I mix a packet of pure and a packet of immunity into my water a couple times a day. And sometimes in the evening, not every night, but sometimes I will have a Organifi gold chocolate. It is a mix, it's like a soothing blend of medicinal mushrooms. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. It really tastes like kind of an earthy hot chocolate, and it just is very calming, helps you to sleep a little deeper. Anyways, they have a whole host of 100% USDA certified organic ingredients with many of the nutrients that your diet might be missing that can improve your brain health, your immune system, and many other areas. So check them out. You get 20% off when you use code Shalene When you go to Organify, I'll spell it, O R G A N I F I dot com forward slash Shalene. Again, that's 20% off when you go to Organify, O R G A N I F I dot com forward slash Shalene. And it's a wonderful way to support the show. So let's say that you want to become a TEDx speaker. You want to have a TED talk. You've prepared your application. You've got your speech. You've got your concept. You've got your big idea. You've practiced it. You've rehearsed it. And you're excited about it, but you're also a little worried about how the, I don't know what it's called, like the acceptance committee or how the committee is going to judge your, your speech, your talk, if you will. Okay, well, that's okay to worry about it. It's okay to think about it. What's not okay is to not do it because you're worried about them judging you because they are going to judge you. That's their job. Won't change your speech. It may change the outcome. You might not get accepted. You might not be asked to be a TED Talk speaker. They judge your talk poorly if they don't think it meets their standards, but it doesn't say anything about you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just means that they didn't like your talk. But what if they do? What if they love it? Well, then you could become a TED speaker. But if you allow your fear of them judging your talk to prevent you from doing it, you failed. You have failed. I want you to, for a moment, think about an area where you really are completely judgment proof. Like you don't care at all what other people think because you're so confident about your, your beliefs or your feelings or your, your skill. or or something that you're just like really good at, or you know you've done an exceptional job and it it would be laughable, would just roll off your back if someone had something negative to say, or if they had a negative opinion about this one area, because you're just so certain about it. Like maybe you're the most generous person. Like you would give your shirt off your back to a stranger. You overtip, you take care of everybody. Like you are the most generous person. And then a friend comes to you and says, you know, so-and-so thinks you're pretty cheap. You're pretty stingy. You wouldn't think twice about it. you. You would laugh. You would go, that's so dumb. It's so ridiculous. Because you know it doesn't change who you are. You know it comes from them. You're so confident about who you are in this one area, or you're so confident about this thing that other people's judgment is just, it's pointless. It's silly. It literally rolls off your back. It has no bearing on how you feel about yourself because you don't judge yourself in that area. Negatively, anyways, you you have a very... Positive opinion, positive judgment of yourself, and you have total certainty. And when we hear like these off colored judgments about an area or about, you know, something about ourselves that we know it's like completely off base, our typical response, again, if it's an area that you have total confidence in, our typical response is like, what? Are they out of their mind? Like we recognize that it's their own bizarre experiences that have helped them or have led them to form a completely off-base judgment. Like their judgment is so off-base, we don't even think twice about it. We chalk it up to like their mental issues. Speaking of which, did you know one in four people struggle with their mental health? Okay, so let me tell you this story. Back when I was running like three to five times a week, I used to pretty much run the same route. And the route would take me past this grocery store, like a Vons, right? And in front of the Vons, they had this big patch of really tall hedges. Okay. And so when I would run past that area, a lot of times there was a a woman there. She was homeless and she had mental health issues and she would sit in those hedges. She kind of had like a little fort, if you will, in those hedges. She had shopping carts in those hedges. And sometimes I would go by and she would yell things at me. She would call me ugly or she would tell me I was mean or she would tell me that I better keep running because I was fat. Like she was very loud and very boisterous. And, you know, I didn't diagnose her, but she was either yelling at you or yelling at herself. I mean, she definitely was hearing voices. Sometimes I would run past her and she's having full-blown conversations with someone who's not there. She had mental health issues. She wasn't there all the time. I would say I would probably see her like two or three times a month. And I could usually see her from a distance as I was like running up and approaching. Well, this one time I'm running past the hedges and I'm like deep in thought. I didn't see her. Maybe I didn't, hadn't even looked for her. And all of a sudden she jumped out of the hedges at the like exact moment as I was running past her. Like I almost ran into her and she started screaming obscenities at me. She's calling me like every name in the book and she was screaming so loud. And because she jumped out of the bushes, I almost had a heart attack. My heart was pounding. So I just wasn't expecting it. Well, she got a real kick (laughs) out of scaring the bejesus out of me and then just launched into the most maniacal, crazy laughter you've ever heard. I just kept running. And even though she had called me every name in the book, didn't have any bearing on how I felt about myself. It, It made me feel sad for her. It made me think about the fact that she was somebody's daughter. Maybe she was someone's mom. What had happened to her in her life? What could have happened if she had... Proper treatment. You know, but what I didn't do is I didn't spend any time thinking about myself. I realized that number one, she had a mental health issue. Number two, what she was saying wasn't true, wasn't even based in reality, but it was her reality. It was her perception. That's her world. She believed those things that she was saying to me. Maybe, maybe she was just in a really bad mood that day because, again, our mood affects our judgment. Our experiences affect our judgment. Our mental health affects our judgment. So it's impossible to control other people's judgment. And I'll just bet if the same thing had happened to you, you'd feel the same way, right? That woman's judgment of me, that woman's judgment of you, if you're running by, it wouldn't have any bearing on who you are. It wouldn't change the way you feel about yourself. You probably wouldn't even fear her judgment. Because it's actually not her judgment. It's not other people's judgment that we fear. What it is we fear is our own thoughts, our own negative thoughts about ourselves. We fear that those things are true. And the reason why we project that onto other people and we worry about their judgment is because if their judgment matches our own negative beliefs, well, then we've been found out and we're not safe. We're not lovable. We're not enough. It's not random off-base judgment, untrue judgment, misinformed judgment that we fear. If you think about it, what we fear is judgment that confirms a negative thought or negative thoughts or beliefs or insecurities that we have maybe subconsciously, but we have them about ourselves. So let me ask you, when it comes to worrying about other people's judgment, where are you on that scale? Do you hold yourself back all the time? Are you constantly thinking and worrying about what other people think and how people are judging you, what people are saying about you, how people have perceived you? You know, Are, are you worried about that? How on a scale of one to 10 and being it's almost debilitating, like you worry about it incessantly. If you go to a party, you're worried what people are going to think about you when you leave the party. You're wondering what people are saying about you or what their perception was. When you get dressed, you're thinking to yourself, what will people think of this outfit? There are ideas that you have, things that you want to do, but you you find yourself not doing them because you're just just paranoid thinking that people are gonna judge you, that they're gonna say it's not good enough or that it wasn't perfect, or you're an idiot or it just wasn't good, they hated it, whatever. Like if you always think about it, every movie you make, you're worried or you're at least a little preoccupied with how people will perceive it. That's a level 10. Probably level five is certain areas, certain things you hold yourself back, but in other areas, you don't care. Like it's like if people, someone judges me, I don't care because I know who I am or I, I know my abilities, I know it's good. So I don't care. But there are certain areas where, yeah, I'm a little sensitive and I do find that I hold myself back some. And then probably the very opposite end of the scale is you very rarely allow other people's judgment to prevent you from doing something, you know who you are. It has very little, if ever, any impact on the decisions that you make. Now, I'm not suggesting that you're a callous person who doesn't care at all what other people think. You don't want to hurt people, but if you know you're doing the right thing, if you know doing your best, if you're secure in who you are, you're secure in what it is you put out in the world, and you know it's other people's issue, you know, you're probably closer to a one. I mean, you can show me the most confident person in the world. And I just don't believe that there's anyone who's a zero, which would imply that you have zero insecurities. Like we all have something that we're insecure about. And that's where fear of judgment steps in. So the more insecure someone is, the more they fear judgment. Okay. So where does that insecurity come from? Congratulations. You guessed it. Yes. More often than not, it's we get to blame mom and dad. We get to blame our parents for this, not for everybody. But a lot of times, insecure adults, those of you who struggle, I mean, you really struggle with how people judge you. It comes from, if not your parents, something that happened in your childhood that made you feel like you weren't safe, that you weren't secure, that you weren't good enough, or that you had to be perfect. And if you weren't perfect, you weren't lovable. There's something wrong with you, or you were going to be in trouble. And of course, I'm being a little tongue in cheek when I say it's definitely mom and dad's fault, but you know, it's not uncommon for people to have grown up in a situation or an environment where there's abuse or addiction or just a toxic environment. Maybe your parents were great, but for whatever reason, the way you perceived your early childhood experiences, you felt like you had to be perfect or you felt like you weren't enough or you felt you developed these insecurities. There wasn't a strong, confident attachment to self. Ironically, the people who are most paralyzed by perfection, and they're usually like the most perfect people, that's what I find in my life. The people who are the biggest perfectionists are the most perfect people, but they're also completely paralyzed. They are tortured by perfection because it doesn't even exist so they're constantly beating themselves up and worrying about people's judgment that don't even matter. Like who freaking cares what other people think? And I I know it's easier said than done. But here's what I want you to remember if you recognize about your past, especially if you're like, you know, probably a lot of this does stem from my childhood, but what do I do about it? Well, reprocess it. I want you to think about it from a different perspective. You know, your parents or parents, or caregivers' insecurities were projected onto you. (laughs) Had they been very secure and confident and happy with themselves, you would have felt that they were happy, secure, and that you were enough. But when our caregivers have their own insecurities and they fear other people's judgment, they teach that to their children Oh and this is not intentional. It's unintentional. Trust me. But if you were raised by someone or maybe both parents or any caregivers that, you know, you spent a lot of time around them, if they worried about other people's judgment, I guarantee you do too because it is it's contagious. Especially when we are young and impressionable and we are we're being role modeled how to behave and how to think by our caregivers. So, you know, again, I'm not trying to point fingers at your parents or even give you excuses. I'm trying to help you understand that you've always been enough. You've always been good enough. And it wasn't maybe intentional by our parents, but they were using the tools that they have, which were probably passed on from their parents. So the question is, are you willing to break this cycle? Are you willing to recognize that you are allowing the opinion, the judgment, the thoughts of a bush lady to hold you back in life. Like you're, you're really worrying about people's opinions, people's judgment, people's assessment of you. And those people are probably not well themselves, number one. And number two, what bearing do they have on who you are and what you do other than the power that you're giving them by worrying about their perception, which you can't control anyways, even if you had been the most perfect child that wouldn't have changed the fact that you know your mom was an alcoholic, worrying about the approval, hoping to receive the approval and the love and the adoration and the acceptance from someone who doesn't have that for themselves, is never going to happen because it's not possible. It's not possible to love and accept other people if you don't love and accept yourself. So recognize that that thing that you long for from somebody else, they can't give it to you because. They don't have it for themselves. So it's a no-win proposition. So you have to start by feeling that and accepting that and loving yourself. And you have to stop judging yourself. Other people's judgment is not the problem. It's your judgment of yourself. It's the things you're saying to yourself. It's the beliefs. It's the negative beliefs that you have hidden in your subconscious that's holding you back. And when we have these biases, when we are controlled by people's judgment, then what we want to do is we have confirmation bias. So then we start looking or listening or even soliciting judgment. It's that Facebook post or that Instagram post that you did and you've got you know 25 positive comments and then one comment, one person says, you look weird or why are you doing that or you don't know what you're talking about. Do you focus on the, 25 positives? No. You focus, you zero in on the one that confirms your own negative belief. So how do you change that? You have to recognize that you're doing it and stop doing it. I mean, be aware of what it is you're looking for. If you fear judgment, why are you looking for it? If you're worried what other people are going to say, then turn off the comments or don't read the comments. If you fear that your your mom is going to say something that's super judgmental and you know it's just going to crush your spirit, then don't ask your mom for her opinion. Don't show it to her. I've written two books. They both have been reviewed on Amazon. I've looked at the number of stars that they have and the fact that they have even one Negative star means I'm not going to read any of the reviews. Why would I? There's nothing I can do. I can't rewrite the book. It's done. What's been done is done. And I put it out there. And so why would I ruin my day? Why would I want to feel less confident about a piece of work that I've done by reading the comment from a lady who jumped out of the bushes? That's how what I tell myself. When I read one of those crazy comments on Instagram or negative feedback under a YouTube video or a review for the podcast, or for the book for that matter. In my mind, I just imagine it's the lady from the hedges. And I want you to do the same. Like, imagine that you're allowing the lady from the hedges to prevent you from putting out greatness into the world, from doing the next thing. Why do we care? Why are we allowing people who have been shaped by their own experiences to define us? Think about it. If you knew that the judgment you were receiving Was from someone who wasn't all there who didn't have all the facts who was completely off base or off their rocker or struggling with their mental health or just someone who you knew had no clue what they're talking about like no education no understanding they were just like on another planet would you give their opinion their judgment less power of course you wouldn't care Okay, so here's the deal. You are going to be judged because every person on the planet, we do that. We assess. It's how we stay safe. It's normal and it's not personal. You do it too. We all do it. So you've got to ask yourself if you care and why you care. And if you should care about that particular person who's probably a stranger, if you should care. And does it have any bearing on who you are? or how you feel about yourself. Because the thing that has you down right now, the reason why you listen to this episode is because you know that you're letting other people's opinions control your life. You are allowing the lady from the hedges to hold you back. You are allowing people who deserve zero power and zero influence on you to limit you, to keep you small, to hold you back. I mean, it's limiting your income. It's limiting your happiness. It's preventing you from having the kind of experiences that you deserve. And by experiences, I mean like the only way you're going to get really good and feel better about yourself and more confident about your abilities is by getting better at things. And we can't get better at things that we're afraid to do because we fear strangers' opinions. They're going to have opinions, but who cares It is your responsibility to protect your mental state. If you know that hearing other people's opinions and judgment is going to get in your head, is going to mess with you, it's going to bum you out. And who wouldn't it, right? Like if you're human, nobody wants to hear that. It deflates all of us. It, It makes you feel less confident. But do you realize it's your responsibility to block that stuff out? It's your responsibility to make sure that what you're feeding yourself is information and people and energy that makes you a better version of yourself, not a smaller version. So don't look for it, don't respond to it, and permission to intentionally avoid it. And that includes those people who, if you ask me, I think we need to question their motivation. It's that person who, they just seem a little too eager, to let you know what so-and-so said about you or a little too quick to call you to let you know that mom thinks fill in the blank. It's that person who, who kind of pretends like they have your best interest and so they just wanted to let you know that so-and-so said this or the certain person has this negative thing to say about you or to say about your product or say about your business or say about like, as if they're doing you some kind of a favor and you know, they just want to let you know just thought I'd bring it to your attention, but there's nothing you can change. If there's nothing you can do differently, if it's already out there and they are fully aware that it's, they're not bringing you happy news, they're not bringing you news that's going to lift you up. So I always think it's very interesting to take note of people who love to bring you other people's judgment. I find that those people are some of the most insecure and they're usually threatened by you in some way. Like They're intimidated by, so they want to like knock you down a notch for whatever reason. So just keep in mind that that comes from their own place of insecurity. And the way I've handled this is by not responding, not giving them the satisfaction of me being like, oh my gosh, when did they say that? Or wait, who said that? What did they say? Or even defending myself. Instead, I'll respond by asking this very simple question. And what was your motivation in sharing that with me? And if they say, well, I just, I wanted to let you know, then I'll ask another follow-up question. And how do you think it makes me feel? If you ask that question, they know that the only way it can make you feel is bad. And so they're going to quickly get defensive and tell you all the reasons why, you know, they were just trying to do you a favor by sharing this information with you. I want you to flip the script on them and I want you to make them feel very uncomfortable by simply asking them to take a look at themselves and answer the question like, what is the purpose of you sharing this with me? What did you think I could do with this information? And just don't talk. Let them sit in that uncomfortableness and they will probably never do it again. But just to be sure, I encourage you to tell them you don't appreciate them being receptive to judgment or criticism or gossip or whatever you want to call it about you, let them know that not only did you not appreciate it, but you don't want to hear it in the future. I would let them know like that is hurtful for me. There's nothing I can do with it. And it makes me question your motives. So in the future, I ask you, number one, if you really do support me to not be receptive to people talking about me. So either show up for me, defend me, and you don't need to tell me about it, or just don't be receptive to it. But most of all, don't bring it to me. I've had that conversation with a few people and it works. (laughs) Let me tell you, not only does it work, I've had people come back to me later and say, you know, you asking me those questions made me realize that I was doing that with like a a bunch of people and it was from my own insecurities and I I just realized that by being receptive to the judgment, to the criticism, to the gossip, whatever, I was almost supporting it or partaking in it. I was giving that person an outlet that they didn't deserve. So you never know. You might just change somebody's mind. But the bottom line is this. It's up to you. This is a decision you need to make. You need to recognize that you are missing opportunities, that you have unfulfilled potential, Because of the consequences that you've experienced due to caring about unimportant people's opinions, unimportant people's judgment, they're going to have judgment and it's very individual to them. You can't change it, nor should you try to. And most of all, you shouldn't allow it to affect who you are and what it is you were meant to do. You were meant for greatness. You were meant for big things. You are also meant to do things that are kind of messy and not that great and you deserve to be able to to fail and then to do it again and to get better and to get better and to get better and then get really, really good at it and, and just experience a ton of praise. But if you're looking for judgment, if you're looking for criticisms, you will find it and it will prevent you from ever getting better and putting more out there. So it's a decision and it's a practice and it's a mindset and mindsets require repetition. You need to hear this message over and over and over again to really make certain that it sticks. I'd like to ask you a favor. I would like to ask that you pop in the pod squad. That's our Facebook group where we talk about all the things on all the podcasts, both podcasts. But I'd love for you to pop in there and just tell us, just write a little comment and say, after listening to the episode about judgment... I'm gonna put it out there right now, right here, that I am going to do fill in the blank because you know something came to mind. Something came to mind that you've been, you've been holding back on. You yeah, haven't been pulling the trigger. You yeah, haven't been putting it out there because of this fear of judgment. But I want you to make a public declaration. I want you to find the courage, and, and I don't want you to check back to see what people say. I don't want you to be desperately seeking approval because that is a habit we have to break. I know you're up for this challenge. You got this. You got this. I mean, you got this. I hope you enjoyed this. It was my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. And we
1: are done. Hey, it's Kristen, Shalene's podcast manager. Look at you. You made it all the way to the end. That's awesome. If you love this episode, which I'm sure you did, why don't you go leave Shalene a review? She would love to know which episode it was and why you liked it. What hit home with you? Chalene literally reads every single review. She loves hearing your feedback and she uses your comments and your ideas for future episodes. So go leave a review. And while you're at it, could you check to make sure you're subscribed? That way you will never miss a single episode of The Chalene Show which we release on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, every single week. Now, if you need a little bit more podcasting to fill up your time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, did you know that Shaleen has another podcast that she co-hosts with her son, Brock? Yep, she does. It's called Build Your Tribe. And that podcast is all about business and marketing but also devoted to helping you make more money so you can live more life. If you need Shaleen all the time and you're the ultimate lifer, then you have got to check out The Shaleen Show on Patreon. Shaleen is so personal, she spills the tea on everything that she can't on her regular podcast. And you also get bread, completely unedited, unfiltered and hilariously confident about everything. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash the Schleen show. Anyways, thanks for listening. And remember anything that we reference in this episode, including the links to our show sponsors and links to the other podcasts can be found in the show notes below.